Hello and welcome to The Insider. I'm Lisa Adams. Welcome to our viewers, to our listeners on the radio and on our podcast. Today we're looking ahead to the summer sailing, boating, and maritime education season and learning about some special opportunities to get more youth in our community and college students involved in one of our region's biggest assets. My guest today is Shar Machina, who is board chair of the Erie Yacht Club Foundation. Welcome. Thank you. Well, first of all, tell us about the Erie Yacht Club Foundation, when it was formed, and, and why. Well, it was formed in 2009 by a group of charitable-minded Yacht Club members. We're completely independent from the Yacht Club, however, uh, and our goal is to really advance boating, maritime education, sailing opportunities for youth and adults. Um, so that's what we do. If you ever have a chance to go down to the Yacht Club for, for lunch and, and you look off to the west, you see the beautiful boathouse that you built. Um, how recently did you build that and how much of an effort was it to get the funding for that? That boathouse, it's called the Rickloff Community Boathouse, was built in 2014. It took quite a few years to uh, raise the funding. It was well over a million dollars. In fact, the foundation total has raised over two million dollars. And it was designed for use as a sailing school uh, venue. Really a beautiful venue. Well, let's take a look. You talked uh, briefly there about your mission, but let's take a look at your mission as you present on your own website here. And uh, tell us more specifically about what you're trying to accomplish here in our community. Well, our goal is to, as you can see in our mission, to advance maritime education, promote youth and intercollegiate sailing and competition, and expand opportunities in boating. And most of that is done through grants. And so how did you personally get involved with this? We know you've been involved in, in fundraising and with some different nonprofits over the years in our community. Yeah, well, I'm a sailor at heart. And uh, when asked by the people who I knew who were already on the foundation to join, I thought that my nonprofit background would be a benefit to the organization. And it's, something, it's a mission I agree with. So I agreed to join, and now I'm the board chair. So tell us how you have seen this initiative bear fruit from the idea of forming the foundation, getting that boathouse built, um, and then to you know, seeing young people get involved in, in sailing or boating. Right. Uh, well, I, originally, uh, the, um, the idea was to build the boathouse. It's a community boathouse, and it's used for both our Rayburn Sailing School and the Intercollegiate Sailing Program that we have with uh, Gannon, Mercyhurst, and Penn State Barron. And then from there, it was like, all right, we've accomplished that. What's next? What else can we do? And we've been doing scholarships, and we've been doing community grants, uh, other things that we hope can expand throughout the community as far as reaching our mission goals. So we know the window is open for the 2022 grant cycle. Give us a sense of how much money is available. The way that we uh, fund our grants is through part of a rolling average off of the endowment, which we have about 500000 in our endowment. So we do a, a rolling average so that we're uh, at 4%. So some of it comes from that. The other uh, funds come from our boathouse party, which is our major fundraiser every year. And we're raising, um, well, this past year was very successful, which we're very happy because it had been uh, eliminated during COVID. And so now this year we have about 39000 that we're able to grant out, which is the largest amount that we've had available in a long time. 
so obviously we're having this conversation, but I mean, generally, how do you get the word out about the, the grant availability? Do you think that a lot of um, groups might not know about this? That's very true. I think that's very true. Uh, uh, Lori Root, who's at the United Way, has been very helpful in helping us. She's on our board, and she's been helping us get the word out to other organizations, but um, some of it's word of mouth, some of it is people that we know, and we reach out to them and say, hey, would you consider? Um, recently, for example, we've been talking about um, voting and mental health, and is there a connection there? So we actually got a grant from NAMI, or a grant request from NAMI this year. So there's just something new. So it's spreading the word uh, as best we can. You know, we do a lot of stories here about water safety. We sadly do some stories when things happen that are tragic on the water. So how much of that goes into the thinking of what you're doing here, too? I mean, we have this incredible asset right in front of us, but some children might never really get a chance to swim or boat mm -hmm. or know how to be safe on the water. Well, one of our major grants is scholarships for uh, eight students who attend the um, uh, St. Vincent Middle School. And it's through the United Way. And so we're taking these kids who would not have the opportunity to attend our program uh, and having them take a six-week sailing class, two days a week, all day. We fund that for them. And uh, in that, they're learning water safety. They're, they get life jackets. They are uh, really um, getting an opportunity they wouldn't have. Is it a life-changing experience for them? Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, talking to those kids, they just love it. And in fact, one of my favorite stories is that one of the students who took it two years uh, asked us this year if we would fund her to join the race team. So that's just so exciting to us. Terrific. Well, when we come back, we're going to talk about what it takes to get a grant and some of the groups that have used this funding for uh, great initiatives in the past. We hope you'll stay with us. Welcome back to The Insider. I'm Lisa Adams. My guest again is Shar Machina, board chair of the Erie Yacht Club Foundation. We're talking about an effort to advance maritime education and expand opportunities in boating through some very special grant funding that they provide. So tell us about what the requirements are for someone or an organization that wants to apply for Erie Yacht Club Foundation grants. Well, we do fund 501c3 organizations, so that is one of the main requirements is that they do have to be a nonprofit um, and that their um, request meets one of the focus areas that we have, which is maritime education, uh, scholarships, uh, or um, expanding opportunities in voting, really. So uh, we have, those are really our main requirements. Our maximum grant is typically about $5,000. So is it focused on, on youth and uh, college-age students, or could it be for adults, too? I mean, you men mentioned the mental health piece, and that certainly could be for anyone. Yes. Yeah, so, oh, no, it could be for anything. Our, our scholarships typically are for the students from St. Vincent that I mentioned earlier. But um, really, no, the grant could be for anything. So you provided some great pictures of grant programs in action, and maybe you can tell us uh, who some of the groups are that have benefited in the past. 
Oh, that's one of our students from Strong Vincent. Uh, he just loved being on the water, as she is as well. Terrific. And they so, are attending the Rayburn Sailing School. So um, who are some of the groups that have applied? Well, this slide you're seeing right now is from the Y-Teens program. And these are Gannon students who are part of GUS, the Gannon University Sailing Team. Uh, so we have funded the YMCA. We've, this is Penn State Barron Sailing Team. Uh, the Maritime Center. Uh, we have funded the library. We bought books for the library and uh, the Regional Science Consortium. So quite a few different organizations. Let's take a look at the list. In fact, I think you mentioned most of them. So United Way, the Y, the Bayfront Maritime Center, the Library Foundation. So those were books about sailing? Oh, and they did that. And they also did a program this past year with the um, Maritime Museum on uh, sailors, colored sailors during the Revolutionary, or the War of 1812, excuse me. And I, they're still working on that one, but it's it's kind of a unique project that they're doing. So a little bit of history and yeah. research going on there yeah, as the, well. Also on your website, I was taking a look around, and I noticed that there was really a great video with some testimonials about the difference that this program is making in some young people's lives. So let's watch just one of those testimonials. Well, actually, the program, this will be our second year doing the program. I love it, the kids love it. Um, you know, they get to go down to Maritime and learn boat safety, you know, get out on the water in some kayaks and some canoes, some stand-up boards. Um, the guys down there are amazing, really wonderful. These kids wouldn't have access to something um, like Maritime. That's a memory that they won't forget. So regardless if they wanna, you know, um, shoot for something that has something to do with boating as far as a career or if, even if they don't, they're still going to have that memory. They're still going to have that experience. And we wouldn't have been able to do it without you guys. So we really appreciate it. And um, just thank you so much. We, we are at the boat academy where you make boats, build boats, and see stuff, and go canoeing. This is the porcupine boat. They are building this boat. It's fun here. It's like fun here. You get to experience more. Mr. Rich taught me, Mr. Howell taught me everything. We were we put a tarp over the boat, all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you really see a lot of joy there. What a cool program. He didn't want to go out in the water. He was very, very timid at first. So Well, that's understandable if you've never done that before. Mm -hmm. So um, Joey there, I think, said they had come back for a second year for the grant when they made that video. So do some of the same groups come back year after year? And because you see the benefit of their program, you fund it over and over? Yes and no, I guess. Um, yes, they do come back often year after year, but sometimes the program changes. Now, the WISE program has been there for two years, and uh, we do enjoy funding that because we can see the benefits. But others, such as the library, change their requests from year to year. But they, yes, we're willing to fund the same organizations. So I know you're also working to promote youth and inter intercollegiate sailing competition. We saw uh, some of the university right. um, jerseys there. Uh, so when we come back, we're going to talk about that competition, how the colleges and universities around here have gotten involved. And there's also a little bit of undersea exploration going on, and we'll talk about those things next. Stay with us.
and Lisa Adams. Welcome back again to The Insider. My guest today is Shar Machina, board chair of the Erie Yacht Club Foundation. We're talking about an effort to advance maritime education and expand opportunities in boating through some special grant funding that their organization provides. So part of what I know you're supporting is sailing competition at the collegiate level here in our area. Uh, tell us how that got started. Sure. Uh, many of you may know A.J. Maselli. He is an avid boater as well as a former professor at Gannon, and he started the Gannon University sailing team in 2014. And that program uh, expanded to over the 2016 and started with Mercyhurst and Penn State Barron joined as well. So they are basically given the opportunity to learn how to race smaller sailboats for uh, college students who may or may not have been on the water before. And they are, uh, it's grown into a two-day regatta where six boats from out of town come and join the three that are in Erie. And they have um, uh, two days worth of racing. And it's a, a competition that is sanctioned by the uh, national or regional intercollegiate sailing group. And quite frankly, there's people signing up and on a waiting list to come to Erie because they love the bay. They love sailing here, our weather. So it's so are the teams a pretty good size, but then certain people are selected to represent the team when they compete. And, and are these kids that have sailed before? Some of them may have been kids who've sailed before, but the others are new. And it really just depends on the school and the interest of the students. Um, obviously, with COVID the last couple of years, the, some of the teams were, uh, didn't have any teams. And now they're rebuilding but we're hopeful that they get back to where they were. Usually they'll have at least uh, four, six, eight kids. So is this something that you're hoping to expand? I mean, I'm sure sailing is a little bit of an expensive sport. So how do you support these collegiate and intercollegiate programs? Well, we do. We support them through our fundraisers, um, but uh, we provide typically the cost of renting the boats and their um, student activity fees typically cover the rest. So the boats are provided by you, so you purchase and maintain the boats. And what size of sailboat are we talking here? <laughs> well, they're actually provided by the Yacht Club. So they rent them from the Yacht Club. Um, we are just the funder, but they're, um, what are they, 14, 18, I don't, I'm not sure. Uh, but they're smaller boats, two-person boats. And uh, yes, whenever they go to a regatta, they use the boats of the school that's having the regatta. So, um, and I'm sure this is a positive thing for tourism in Erie, too, when they have this big um, sailing competition that it brings some people down oh, to yeah, the waterfront to watch. Yeah, there's uh, uh, typically you can, when you see, it could be, what, 18 boats out in the water at one time. It's pretty neat. So you said you're a sailor at heart. I mean, for college-age students who get this experience, is this a lifelong benefit? I mean, talk about what what just learning sailing and participating in this uh, you know, brings to someone? Well, first of all, it's a team sport, so you're not doing it by yourself. You have to work as a team. Um, one of the other things that we heard recently was a young man who'd never sailed before took his family, went with his family on vacation, and he was able to take them out on a smaller boat because he now knew how to sail. So the whole family got to experience the benefit of what he learned here. So the Regional Science Consortium we mentioned, uh, we know that's situated in the Trek building on the peninsula, that they 
received some grant funding from you as well. I know one of the thing they did was one of the things they did was explore some of the shipwrecks. We've reported on that. We have a little bit of video of that. So, um, how is this a little bit of a different approach to using your grant funding? Sure, we're really open to really anything that uh, an organization might want to do, and this is photogrammer imagery. <laughs> I can't even pronounce it but they were using pretty high-tech uh, cameras to photograph uh, shipwrecks that they found in Lake Erie. So as far as the collegiate funding or the research funding like this, I mean, again, are these grants that are kind of sustaining that you do year after year or everybody starts fresh and applies? Everybody would start fresh and apply, but um, as I said before, it's often the same groups. Uh, the Maritime, or excuse me, the Regional Science Consortium one year had asked us for funding for the, um, the buoy out in the lake, the weather buoy. So we're, we're really open to anything. It doesn't have to be for a certain uh, age group or a certain project. It's just maritime related. So, of course, all of this takes money. We have alluded <laughs> to some of that, and I know you also mentioned the big fundraiser that you have every year. We'll tell you a little bit more about that when, you, when we come back. Stay with us. Welcome back again to The Insider. I'm Lisa Adams. We've been talking with Char Machina, board chair of the Erie Yacht Club Foundation, about time to apply for their grants to help with boating and maritime education in our area. So we talked about the youth program. We talked about intercollegiate. I was wondering, season-wise, there's only a certain window when it's uh, safe boating around here. So how does that play out? When, when are the students uh, getting out on the water? When are the college students getting out on the water? The students that we fund through the Rayburn Sailing School are there during oh, uh, mid-June to end of July, early August. And it's interesting because some of those students are Yacht Club students, members, but the, probably 40% are just community. And then the, on top of that, the Gannon and other colleg collegiate teams are in the fall. So they piggyback on each other. Yeah, those nice uh, fall days that last mm -hmm. well into uh, September there. So uh, we talked about uh, how you fund all that you do, and I know part of that is an annual boathouse party. We have a little bit of video of this. So tell us about the boathouse party, and you mentioned it was missed during COVID. So who is this for, and how does this raise funds? This is our major fundraiser during the year, and it is, as you can see, it's held at our Rickloff Community Boathouse. On, this year will be on July 8th. Um, it is a large cocktail party with wonderful hors d'oeuvres. Uh, there's uh, 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 oysters, mm. which brings in everybody. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it is, what we try to do is, while we're there, is share information about our programs and educate our guests as to what we do. We also combine it with an online auction of items that people can purchase uh, online now that... <laughs> We seem to everything has gone that way. And so this is really the, the core of the fundraising that you do. Yes. But you mentioned also that you do have uh, like an endowment also that's helping mm -hmm. to fund these grants. So this annual fundraiser, I'm sure, builds up that endowment. It, it is, uh, yes. Um, 
we have a formula for the money that we raise during the year. We cover our administration expenses, which are very low, and uh, then we split. We put half of it into the endowment, so we grow the endowment, and the other half goes out in grants. So um, our fundraiser really is our between sponsors and our tickets, and it's open to anybody. Um, so, yeah, I was going to just ask that if it's open to the community <laughs> it or is. if it was just for Yacht Club. It's $125 a person, and I, it's an open bar. and A lot of oysters. A lot of oysters. And, <laughs> oh, just beyond just straw bar, a lot of good food. Well, let's circle back to the reason that you're here with us today, and that is those grant applications. I know the window is open to apply. So if groups are interested in applying for the grants, what's the process and, and how do they get started? Well, our application is on our website, and it is everyyachtclubfoundation.org. Um, um, so they can go there. Uh, it is a fairly simple application. Anyone has any questions, they can either submit them to the uh, our through info at your yacht club foundation or call Lori Root, and uh, her number is eight one four nine two three two eight nine two. So it's and we will as a board make our decisions in May. So again, the window is open until yes. April 30th. You can see there, you can get a lot more information at erieyachtclubfoundation.org. That's where the actual application is. Uh, so you mentioned then you have a group that sits down and takes a look. And again, you're looking to make sure they, they meet those three criteria? Yes, yes. Uh, so remind us again what that is. They have to say that they're somehow related to maritime ed education, youth or intercollegiate sailing competitions, or uh, just uh, expanding opportunities in boating, which is pretty broad when you think about it. So uh, so how many applications do you get in a typical year, and do you ever have to turn, uh, turn people away? Uh, we've been getting maybe six or so a year. We'd like to expand that because we have more funds this year. Uh, we have turned people down because when we didn't have the boathouse party, we had less money to give away. So we have turned people down or given them less than what they asked for. So it depends on the quality of the application and um, how much funding we have and what they're asking for. So again, COVID made a little bit of an impact on the organization. You're hoping to kind of get things revamped. So I know the application process is open already. Do you have some in already? We have one in, and I know that we will be getting uh, requests for our scholarships. Uh, we've already been talking to those. And the scholarships are for individuals as opposed to the 501c3 organization? It, well, it's through the United Way, but it is for those eight students at the um, uh, Strong Vincent Middle School. Gotcha. So this is, uh, we're down to the last minute, so this is uh, your last chance to pitch <laughs> why people should uh, seek, an, uh, seek a grant. Oh, wow. <laughs> because we want to fund you. <laughs> because we really believe in what, that we can help make a difference in the community as far as access to boating and access to maritime education. So we're looking for the opportunity to uh, help others. It's all about access to one of our greatest assets here in the Erie region. I have learned so much. Char Machinda, thank you so much for being with us. And thank you for joining us here on The Insider. As always, if you have an idea for us to explore, just email me at ladams at eriniewsnow.com and join us again next time for The Insider. Thank you.